Well, good morning, saints. Everybody doing all right this morning? Y'all blessed to be in the house of the Lord? All right. Well, I want to kind of give you a, a quick update. We, uh, we just, a few of us just went over to California to the California Conference with our Living Word family over there, and uh, we had an awesome time in the Lord. Powerful, powerful conference. Amen. And, uh, and so we're excited about what God's doing. Amen. But we're excited to be back here with you. And uh, I want you to know that uh, there's great things coming forth. There's great things this year. You know, just to kind of let you all know, uh, on Friday, um, we, uh, we actually met with the, with the, uh, the title company. Amen. We met with the notary on Friday, and uh, we signed all the papers for the title on the new church. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so that'll take about 72 hours in order to clear, and then we'll be ready to turn over some dirt. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on. Come on. Give the Lord a hand. Praise for that. So everything's falling into place, amen. We've been waiting on some engineers as well that have been doing some uh, geo samples, some soil samples, and some engineers that are putting together the foundation, amen, because we want to build on a strong foundation, praise the Lord. And uh, so, you know, we don't want it to be on sinking sand, and there's a lot of sand out there, praise the Lord. And, and sand can be good in some ways, amen, but in other ways it's it's not, but uh but God knows what he's doing, amen? And so it's exciting, to, you know, that we sign those documents and, and we're ready to roll from here. Praise the Lord, amen? So don't be surprised if you see some heavy equipment out there soon. Amen, moving over some dirt, amen, doing some stuff. Come on, somebody. And then uh, shortly after that, we'll have a groundbreaking ceremony. And uh, we want to invite all of y'all out to that and we'll go out there, amen, and... Uh, a ceremony and pray over the property, pray over the church, praise the Lord, and, and so we're excited, so it's here, it's coming, amen, praise the Lord, and so I hope you're as excited as we are, because we know that God is going to do great things, amen, and uh, so this is just the beginning, somebody look at your neighbor and say, this is just the beginning, yeah. now look at your neighbor and say, you got in at the right time, yeah, you got in at the right time, hello, amen, because God is going to do just awesome and miraculous things praise the lord and he's going to do it through our lives amen your lives the lives of this body of christ here amen and so i'm going to go ahead and jump off into uh our message and i'm going to be in the book of james this morning james chapter one and uh, i'm going to start in james chapter one verse 22 if you'll turn there with me in fact we'll go to 21 praise the lord 21 awesome James chapter 1 and verse 21 and I've got my new King James Bible today praise the Lord but let's look at the, the word this morning starting in verse 21 and the word of the Lord reads he says therefore lay aside all filthiness 
an overflow of wickedness. He says, lay it aside. Amen. All filthiness. All wickedness. And receive with meekness the implanted word. It's going to be implanted into your heart. Praise the Lord. Through the Holy Spirit. Which is able to save your souls. What is it that saves your soul? The word. But be doers of the word and not mere hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it somebody say continues in it and is it not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this one will be blessed in what he does If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit our orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted. Somebody say unspotted. Unspotted. Unspotted from the world let me pray father in the name of jesus i thank you lord for this morning i thank you for this word i thank you for your word god that's a light to our feet and a lamp to our path and lord i just know god that you god are in the process of preparing us for greatness king jesus and father i thank you lord that you even let us be a part of what you're doing but father i just ask you lord today to anoint this time together anoint this message help me to communicate what do you want to communicate in a way god that is effective in a way that is impactful. Father, I ask you to forgive us for all of our sins. Just wash us and cleanse us and cover us in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would give the Lord a hand, praise this morning. Amen. <coughs> Let me put uh, my topic up on the board. And we are, I'm still talking about this servanthood series. I've been doing a series about servanthood and today i want to talk about the blessed servant somebody say the blessed servant and how many of y'all and would like when that day is that god calls you home and that day amen that you're standing there at the judgment seat of christ praise the lord god willing how many of y'all want to hear the words well done good and faithful servant well done good and faithful servant because there's two things we're going to hear we're either going to hear well done good and faithful servant or we're going to depart we hear the words depart from me you worker of iniquity i never knew you and this is something that we have to consider and take seriously amen because ultimately this life is just temporary This life is temporary, amen? 
This life is something that is short, but there's something called eternity. Amen. And eternity lasts forever. Can I get an amen? And so ultimately, when we're talking about Christianity and we're talking about our walk with God and we're talking about religion, this is something that we need to take very seriously in regards to our life and how we walk this out. And so ultimately, we all, I would say, want to agree that we want to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about this because I know that each and every one of you wants to take your Christian life and this walk in eternity seriously, amen, considering it's a serious subject concerning your life. Now we know that God came and he gave us eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord, amen. But I want to share some things in order for us to really be the blessed servant. And the one that is blessed is the one that can have confidence in the blessed assurance that they are a child of God, that they're heaven bound, that they're going to spend eternity in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And that they're going to be kept from eternal darkness. Amen. And so I want to look at what James says here in chapter 1. In James chapter 1, just to give you a little background, James is the half-brother of Jesus. But he begins to focus in on some things here, and he's trying to communicate some things to the people of God concerning their walk in their relationship with Christ. And he begins to identify and highlight some things, amen, that are very important and very crucial in the life of a Christian. And he says right here in chapter 1, starting in verse 22, as he puts it on the board, he says right here, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only. And he goes on to say, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. In other words, amen, that we need to be people that don't just hear the word of God preached, but we're people that actually apply the word of God and live it in our lives. See, we can come to church week after week, amen, and we can hear great sermons and Amen. We can hear great sermons on the radio. Amen. There's all kinds of ways. Amen. On podcasts and on the internet. But at the end of the day, amen, if all we're doing is hearing it and we're not actually applying it to our lives and living it, amen, the Bible says that we're actually walking in deception. Because reality is, amen, is that... Our action is basically a picture of what our faith is. In other words, if we truly believe that the word of God is true, that it's the God, word of God, 
the holy word, amen, that it's inspired by God, that it's God's word, amen, and God's pen in the hands of men, amen, that is coming from the mouth and the heart of God, praise the Lord, amen, that it is the truth that will set you free, praise the Lord, amen, and we believe that, then we're going to take seriously what the word of God says, can I get an amen? And this is God's love letter, the 66 books of the Bible, that he, his love letter to his people. And as we know, it's also basic instructions before leaving earth. Can I get an amen? amen? And each and every one of us has a day when God will call us home. Amen. And we will leave this earth. Amen. And we will then go to our destiny according, amen, to what we have done on this earth. And so I want you to look at this because faith, amen, is an action word. In fact, we even hear James begin to speak about it a little further down into the Bible, amen. And he says, amen, faith without works is dead. In other words, it's dead faith, amen. It's not living faith. It's not real faith, amen. But it's dead faith. He says, you show me your faith and I'll show you my faith with my works. Praise the Lord. In other words, your faith, amen, is going to begin to have action in it concerning what you do in your life. And so ultimately, if you truly believe what the Bible says, and you believe that this is God's word, praise God, and you believe that it is the truth, then you will begin to apply it to your life. And so I want us to kind of wake up a little bit this morning. Amen. I want us to wake up and, amen, not just hear a word each week and get encouraged, amen, and identify some things in our life and then go on about our life, amen, however we may. But I want us to begin to hear it, amen, begin to recognize it and apply it to our lives because that's what God is saying in our life. Can I get an Amen. Could you imagine this? Because this is God's instruction to us. We are his children. He is our father. Could you imagine? Amen. Do we have any parents in the house today? Praise the Lord. And I know some of you have probably experienced this. But could you imagine you giving instructions and commandments to your children? And they hear what you're saying. But they don't do anything that you say. Anybody ever experienced that before? Oh, I hear you, Mom. I hear you, Dad. But then they go do the complete opposite. You need to clean your room. I hear you, Mom. Okay, praise God. Well, why is it still not clean? And ultimately... God is our Father. This is His Word to us. This is His Scripture to us. This is what He's speaking. Amen. He says, let those that have ears hear what the Lord is speaking. Amen. And so this is what the Lord is speaking to His people. Amen. But ultimately, the, the question is, are we just going to hear it? Are we going to be those that actually do it? And that's what James is beginning to identify right here. Amen. He says right here, but be doers of the word. Praise the Lord. Being just hearers isn't enough. Praise God. 
But we've got to be those that are doing it. <coughs> are y'all with me today? Now, real quick, and I'm going to come back to that. But I want to talk to you about five different types of people in the house of God. In fact, I want to talk to you about five different types of people in the, even in the world. And we've got to begin to examine ourselves, as Paul says, and begin to see which one of these five categories that we fall into. Because there's five different types of people, and the one, first one that I want to put up there is, amen, there's people that are known as the wishers. Praise the Lord. Wishers are ones that they sigh and they cry, but they never actually try. Can I get an amen? They're people that say amen. They know that there's more to the Christian life, but there's never any action behind what they're doing. Can I get an amen? They say, I wish I had more time to spend with the Lord. But they won't clear their schedule or wake up earlier in order to make it happen. They say, I wish I had a more powerful prayer life. But they won't ever spend any time, amen, seeking the face of God in prayer. They say, I wish that there was more ministries available that I could serve in, in the church. But they won't ever do anything and apply themselves. Amen. They're called wishers. I wish things would be this way. I wish more souls would be reached. I wish that the worship team would be more powerful. I wish this and that. Amen. But they don't do anything. Amen. And I'm here to tell you, we, each and every one of us in this place, has the ability to do something. Praise the Lord. Amen. If we will. Those are called the wishing Christians. I wish God would use my life. I wish I could serve in ministry, praise the Lord. But I won't apply myself and I won't forsake the things of the world in order to let God begin to use my life. Amen. This is the wishing Christians. Praise the Lord. Somebody say God is good. They just wish things would change without any effort on their part. They wish that they had things a certain way. Praise God. Are y'all with me today? They say, amen, that the definition of insanity is to continue doing the same thing day after day and expect different results. Are y'all with me today? And the fact is that wishers never accomplish anything for God because they spend their whole life wondering what could have been. Somebody say, not me, Lord. There's a lot of insane Christians in spite of the fact that God's word says that they have been given us power and a sound mind. Praise the Lord. Are y'all with me today? And as a result, they live in confusion, and they wish things to be different, but they never are, praise the Lord. Have you ever found yourself wishing that things could be better in certain areas? 
I know I have. Praise the Lord. The next person, the next classification of person or group, you could say, are the talkers. The talkers, amen. Talkers are everywhere, praise the Lord. And you know where they're at, amen, because they're always going to be talking about something. And they often get people stirred up. And they get people excited, including the pastor, especially the pastor. But then they leave you hanging on a limb, amen. Talkers are ones that usually end up running from church to church. Because after a while, people get wise to them and they quit listening to their claims to fame, amen. If you're going to talk the talk, then you need to walk the walk. Can I get an amen? There are people that talk about everything that is wrong, but they're not willing to put any effort to change it. They're ones that talk, amen, about how we need to do this and do that, but they never make any effort in order to begin to help implement it in the house of God. Can I get an amen? There's people that talk a good game. Amen. One day, God, I'm going to let God use my life. One day, I'm going to surrender my life to Christ. One day, amen, I'm going to be preaching the word. Praise the Lord. Then you need to go and start preaching to the bugs and the chickens and everything else out there. Praise God. <clears throat> There's ones that talk about everything that needs to be fixed. And sometimes they even complain about it. But they ain't doing anything to help change it. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, God is good. God is good. The Bible said in chapter 1 and 26, If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. Somebody say, God is good. And I want you to know, a lot of times a talker is just a nice word for a liar. Don't talk about it, be about it. <coughs> Are y'all with me today? I'm going to tell you, praise the Lord. The next one is a dreamer. And I want you to know, dreamers are good. God was a dreamer. Amen. God had a dream of this creation that he was going to create that would be in fellowship with him, that would commune with him, that would have dominion over the earth, that would walk in the pres presence Walk in the fullness of God. He had a dream. Amen. Praise the Lord. But he didn't just dream. It didn't just stop there. Amen. You got to be a dreamer. Amen. We have a large dream or a large vision here at Victory Life. Praise the Lord. 
God began to give me a dream of souls being saved and lives being changed and people being healed and people being delivered and people falling in love with Jesus and people walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And people, amen, that we're going to begin to, amen, to do what God's called them to do. Not just be those, amen, that are church members, but be disciples of Christ Jesus. Amen. And this is a thing. And God gave us a vision. Amen. He gave us a vision for a church. He gave us a vision for restoration homes. Amen. He gave us a vision for people being raised up. Amen. In order to be leaders. Amen. And pastors and ministers and deacons. Amen. And all, and all these things. Praise the Lord. But what if it would have stopped right there? What if I had a dream and never had any action? The dreamers. Are y'all with me today? <coughs> you know, it's like I said, it's always been believed that it's a good thing to be a dreamer. But more than just to be a dreamer, than just have a dream or a vision for doing the works, Lord's work, a dreamer must take a further step of action into bringing that dream to pass. And I see a lot of dreamers, and they plan, amen, and they even might even prepare, but they never dare step out on faith into that dream. And there's some that won't even prepare themselves. If God gives you a vision, he gives you a dream, praise the Lord, amen. The Bible says, even though it tarry, wait for it. Because at the right time, it's going to come to fruition. It's going to come to pass. But if you don't ever start doing any preparation, if you don't ever start putting things in place, if you don't ever put one foot before the other, praise the Lord, and let God develop you and equip you, the day that God prepared for that dream, that vision to be released in your life, amen, you're not going to be ready, praise the Lord. There's a lot of people that dream, but there's not a lot of people that dare to step out, amen, on that dream. And dreamers are ones that read a lot of books, amen, a lot of seminars, and amen, all kinds of various mission statements. They write down goals and they pray about it, but somehow between the written goals and the action, a short circuit develops and they never carry it out. In other words, a lot of people never get from a plan to a practice. Are y'all with me today? <clears throat> we have a great dream and vision. And everything is in God's timing, but we need to start preparing ourselves for that dream. You know, the vision of this church, praise the Lord. Amen. The vision of this ministry it all started from a dream. Are y'all with me today? Because when we first started, we didn't have anything but a lot of faith and a willing heart. Nobody was offering us 
a million dollars. Praise the Lord. Amen. God sat me down at a dinner table one day and said, Raymond, I'm going to give you a house. I said, praise the Lord. And that house was tore up from the floor up. It, amen. It looked like one of these homeboys when they walk in the home, busted and disgusted and couldn't be trusted. But we saw something in that house, praise the Lord, and we got into action. Are y'all with me today? A few years ago, we had a dream of building a church building. Amen. So we started putting things in place and getting things ready and putting things into action. Praise the Lord. We started saving money for a building fund. Praise God with y'all's help. That's the only reason we were able to get the building, because we were able to prepare and plan. We saw the dream. We saw the vision. Amen. And we began to put things in place. And yeah, amen, it was probably about, what, four years that I've been telling the people, hey, we're going to be building a new church. We're building a new church. We're about to build a new church. Praise God. Four years later, we're building a new church. Amen. We're building a new church. Praise the Lord. And now, guess what? We're about to build a new church. Praise God. Amen. <coughs> but there was some action with that. We started saving money. We started seeking where God wanted to put it. We started beginning to look for the resource that he wanted to bring the provision through. Amen. There was action to the dream. There was more than just, amen, hearing it and talking about it and wishing it. Oh, Lord, I wish you would give us this. No, God, I'm believing you, Lord, that you're going to bless us. Amen. Because I know you want to have a place where the people can come and worship. Amen. And we can expand and grow. Praise the Lord. Amen. And people can be raised up. Come on, somebody. And people will come from all over. Amen. So thank you, God. For making that dream come true. And I remember I was jogging around the property out there. <coughs> and I was praying as I was jogging. And I stopped in a certain place. And I began to pray to the Lord. Say thank you Lord for building a church building right here. And here we are. And it may be off. Uh. 50 foot or so, but it's right there, praise the Lord, where I stopped during that jog. Are y'all following me today? But nothing happens with a dream unless action is taking place. Are y'all with me today? I want to share with you real quick a little story and some of you might be familiar with it amen but there was a documentary right on the history channel and it was a story of a man who had a dream amen and he had a dream of having the largest retail business in america and he dreamed of making his stores into an empire that would supply the ordinary citizen with discount prices and top quality merchandise amen and he began to formulate a plan amen to make it come to pass and he approached uh 
Amen. His Ben Franklin stores franchise and with his ideas and he was shut down. Praise the Lord. I mean, I know sometimes you, God gives you a dream, amen, or a vision. You, the, first, you, the first time you present it, somebody might get shut down, but that's okay. Praise the Lord. Amen. You got to know it's from God. And they didn't want to hear what this guy had to say, amen. So he went away on a limb, and he bought his own store in a little small town in northeast Arkansas, and he began to work on his plan as he had dreamed that it should be, amen, as he had dreamed that it should be. And the rest of that story is history, amen, today. And many of y'all are familiar, that's Mr. Sam Walton, and his dreams become the number one largest retailer business in America, praise the Lord, amen. We know it as Walmart, Are y'all with me today? So thank the Lord for people who have dreams. Amen. Because dreamers are ones that create businesses. They create churches. Praise the Lord. They create ministries. Amen. They create buildings that can be used for the community. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank God for dreamers. Amen. And I'm here to tell you, we have a house full of dreamers. Praise the Lord. We have a house full of pioneers. Amen. We have a house full. Amen. Of people. Amen. Entrepreneurs in the house, but it can't just stay a dream, amen. You got to get some action going, praise the Lord. You might need to start praying, amen, and looking and saving for what God is wanting to do. Are y'all with me today? Because without it and without stepping out on faith, you're just going to remain a dreamer. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to just die dreaming about what could have been or what should have been. Are y'all with me today? The next one, amen, is a dabbler. <coughs> Hopefully we don't have too many dabblers in the house. Dabblers are ones, amen, that are never fully committed for long. They're ones that get bored easily. And a lot of times they leave things half done. Dabblers often leave a lot of disappointment behind them because they have to go through life and they dabble in ministry and they dabble in serving God and they dabble in obedience, amen. And they dabble in surrendering and they dabble in commitment and they dabble in an area of ministry and they dabble here and dabble there, praise the Lord, amen. But that's where it stops, amen. In other words, a lot of people like to begin to work for the Lord, amen, praise the Lord. But then they just dabble and it just fizzles out. Somebody say, not me. Somebody say, not no more. Praise the Lord. God is good, amen. You know, I believe that there's a lot of good ministries that have been started by dabblers, but they never lasted. Praise the Lord. God is wanting to do things big and out of the box. God is wanting to use your life. You have a pastor that is not closed-minded. You have a leadership team that is not closed-minded. We want, we're going to make sure it's God 
But you have a leadership team that doesn't want to just dabble. If we don't want to start something and not count the cost. And then be like, oh, what happened to that ministry? Praise the Lord. See, I knew when I came into this thing, amen, in this home, I wasn't something, amen, that was just an exciting thought, amen, or just something that sounded good or just something, amen, that I was committed as long as everything went right and as long as the finances were there and as long as everybody loved me and as long as there was no persecution and as long as my wife and everybody was okay, praise the Lord. No, it was a situation where I said, you know what, I'm committed no matter what. God has called me no matter what. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to ride this thing to the wind fall off. I'm committed to life. This is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. I wasn't just dabbling here and dabbling there. Praise the Lord. Because if that was the case I would have quit a long time ago. Praise God. Because I have had a thousand reasons to quit doing what I'm doing. Praise God. But God said no son. I've called you for something greater. Amen. I've called you to be a leader. Not a follower. You're not a dabbler. And I'm here to tell you, when you get that spirit behind you, God will begin to use you in a way like you can never begin to imagine. But how is he going to entrust you with something? Amen. And you're just dabbling. How's he going to entrust you with eternal life and you're just dabbling? <laughs> Y'all still with me? <clears throat> Dabblers are the ones that just quit doing their job. I don't feel like it no more. I ain't feeling this no more. Did anybody ask you if you felt it? You think there's times, not times I don't feel like doing this no more? You think there's times that I don't feel like, you know, putting the family through what we put them through? Somebody say God is good. And then the last one is the doers. Praise the Lord. These doers are the only people who can really bring glory to God. And who can accomplish great things for the Lord. It's just the doers. It's the doer who will urge the wisher to take steps to make his wish come true. It's the doer that'll call the bluff of a talker and make him put up or shut up. It's a doer that'll encourage the dreamer to make his dreams a reality. It's a doer who'll enter force with the dabbler to stay committed or to get out of the way. Amen. Doers make things happen, praise God. Doers don't just wish about it. Doers don't just talk about it. Doers don't just dream about it. Doers aren't dabblers, but doers are doers who dare to do what other people won't do. Amen. Because they know that God has called them to do it. Amen. And James is saying we need some doers of the word, praise the Lord. Not just some hearers. Amen. 
Are y'all with me today? Doers are ones that dare to build ministries. They dare to step out the crowd and lead the Bible study. They don't just listen to the word, but they dare to obey the word. And they're the ones who are excited about what God is doing. Because they're doing it with God. Come on. Doers are ones that dare to share their life as a testimony unto the Lord. They're the ones who dare to bring others to church. Doers of the word are what every Christian's been called to be. Amen. Doers are the ones that bring glory to God. The Bible says, whatever, therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Not halfway, not half-hearted, not half-committed, not half-surrendered, but doers all the way. The Bible says in Philippians 2.13, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And doers are ones that receive strength from the Lord, praise God. Because you step out on faith and you get into action and God will show up. He will show up. He will move. He will provide. If it's his will, it's his bill. He'll even pay for it. Praise the Lord. Because that's the type of God we serve. Amen. <coughs> Going back to our scriptures, he puts it on the screen. I'm almost getting ready to close. The blessed servant. But be doers of the word and not hearers, only deceiving yourself. In other words, obey the word. Don't just come here and hear something and realize, amen, that it applies to you. Or don't be one that says, oh, that was a good word for so-and-so. But you're not even walking it out in your own life. And then he says right here in the next verse. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Okay, because we know the word of God is a mirror, right? Not to shine this way but to shine this way. Okay, I can see now. You know, in mirrors, you know, unless they're cracked, they really show you what's really there. You may not like it. I look in the mirror like, oh my God, my hair's thinning out. What's going on? I'm trying to ask my wife for a strategy for hair. Do I grow it out? Do I shave it all off? Do I get some Rogaine? Do I just roll with it? She said, just roll with it, baby. Just roll with it. <laughs> I said, all right, man. Whatever. <laughs> For he observes himself, right? Now, look at this. When the word's preached, if it's a good word or it's a true word, we take it. Hopefully, we're not pointing it everywhere else. And we observe ourselves according to that word. Right? 
we judge ourselves according to that word. If you judge yourself rightly, you won't be judged by the Lord. Praise God. And so, for he observes himself. This is a here. He goes away. Praise the Lord. You leave church. Go on about your business. And immediately forgets what kind of man he was. In other words, instead of taking the word that hit you, pierced you, convicted you, revealed truth to you, showed you about yourself, showed you where you got to change, showed you what need to be adjusted, and then you leave here instead of doing something about it, beginning to take that and meditate it on it during the week, begin to apply it to your life, begin to walk it out, praise the Lord, begin, amen, to, to consistently focus on it instead of doing that, amen. You go away and immediately you forget. How many times have y'all come to the house of God and heard a word that you know was powerful and you know was life-changing and you walk out of here and by Wednesday, or you can't even remember what was preached. And it was preached from God right to you. <clears throat> That's what James is talking about. Because we just go through this monotony, just hearing, and we hear, and we're so used to hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and we hear over here, and that's a good preacher, hear that, that's a good word, hear that, that's a good word, hear that, that's a good word, hear that, hear that, hear that, but there's no application in our lives. He said, amen, he forgets what kind of man he was. Next verse. But he looks, he who looks into the perfect law of liberty of what liberty means what freedom he looks into the perfect law of freedom the word of god will set you free the truth will set you free praise god it's going to change your life because you're looking into it and, and what does it say and continues in it praise the lord in other words it goes further than just here on sunday morning amen it goes further than just say, hearing something, amen, and liking what you hear. But it begins to go, amen, to applying in your life. You continue in it. You're meditating on it all week. You're seeking to walk it out, to live it, to become it, to let it change you, to let it transform your life, to let it become Christ-like, to make you into the image of God. And continues in it. You walk it out. You walk out this life of Christianity. You walk out the word of God. And it's not forgetful. A forgetful hearer. Hearers are just forgetful. They forgot that they were. God showed them. How many of you are accountable for what you know? Praise the Lord. Forgetful here, But a doer of the work. Can I get the worship team? He says, this one, somebody say this one. He says, this one will be blessed in what he does. This one. I mean, I know y'all want to be blessed. And I'm not just talking about financially. I'm talking you want to be blessed. You want to be blessed spiritually. You want to be blessed in the relationship with God, in your relationship with others. You want to be blessed with eternal life, the blessed assurance, the blessed hope. You want to be blessed. 
This is the one who will be blessed in what he does. This is the one who everything you touch will prosper. People look at us and say, man, how have y'all accomplished so much in such a little amount of time? Y'all have only been pastoring this amount of time. You only had your ministry this amount of time. Look what God's accomplished already, says the Lord. But he says he's not done yet. He's not done. He's just getting started, praise the Lord. This is just one building of many, praise the Lord. This is just one ministry of many, praise the Lord. This is just one, amen. The homes are just one ministry of many of this church, praise the Lord. This is going to be a church with many ministries, amen. This is going to be one of many. But Pastor Raymond can't do it all on his own. Miss Heather can't do it all on his own, praise the Lord. It's going to take people stepping up. People answering the call, people being obedient, and people stepping out in faith, praise the Lord. And you're going to see stuff happen. People catching the vision. There's a greater vision than this. This is just the start. This is just the start. We have a vision of Christian schools. We have a vision of Christian cafes. We have a vision, amen, of all sorts of stuff. You know, in this next season, we're going to focus in on our mission, our vision for this church. And then we'll spread out from there. There's going to be new Bible study classes. There's going to be new cell groups. There's going to be new Sunday school. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be new this and that, but it's going to take y'all catching the vision. And not just be... Wishers or talkers or dreamers or dabblers. You're going to have to be committed. You have to say, I heard God. I heard him. I heard what he said. Even if I can't see it right now, amen. Even if it doesn't look like it, praise the Lord. Walking by faith, amen, is not seen, amen, but still believing. Are y'all with me today? I couldn't see everything, praise God. But I believe God with what he showed me in my prayer closet and what he put in my heart. And as a result, we're here today, praise the Lord. But God's not done yet, amen. He's just getting started. He's just getting started, amen. He's just getting started. He's just getting started. He's just getting started. It's going to blow your mind, amen. It's going to blow your mind, but you, you just stay there. Stay in place, stay committed, stay faithful, stay going forward, stay steadfast, stay, man, and just keep going and keep believing, amen, keep praying, amen, keep praying, praise the Lord, keep seeking, praise the Lord, keep serving, praise the Lord, that's it, amen, keep doing, amen, keep doing, amen, praise the Lord, not half-hearted, but all-hearted, amen. Come on, he's just waiting for you to get committed, amen, so he can release it in your life, so he can release it into the kingdom of God, so he can release it into this church. Are y'all with me today? Come on, stand to your feet, amen. Stand to your feet. I'm telling you, you won't be let down. You won't be let down. I'm not going to say you're not going to go through nothing. I'm not going to say you're not going to encounter trials and 
challenges and mountains and bow hills and all kinds of stuff. You're going to encounter all kinds of challenges. You're going to encounter all kinds of roadblocks. But I'm here to tell you, God is the one. He, he's a professional at moving mountains. He's a professional, amen, at tearing down roadblocks. He's a professional at making a way, even where there is no way. I promise you, I've seen it a hundred thousand times. Are y'all with me today? But he's waiting for us to be doers. I heard y'all had a powerful service on Wednesday. God spoke about repentance. God spoke about not following the crowd. God spoke about these things. And God has promised the power of God to be released into this church. The power of God be released. I'm talking where people just walk in. Where people just walk in, amen. And they just begin, amen, to have conviction and repent. They just run to the altar weeping, praise the Lord. Just because of the presence of the Lord. Before, amen, the word's ever preached. But it's going to take us, amen, not just being hearers, but being Are y'all with me today? We serve an awesome God. Go with me in prayer, amen, this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, we just ask you, Lord, Lord, help us, God, to do what you've called us to do. Help us, God, to be ones that obey your word. Help us, God, not to just hear it, God, and go on about our business, Lord, but be those that are doing it, Lord. Help us, God, to become the church that you desire for us to be, my King, Lord God. Help us to be the church. We are the church. Amen. The people are the church. Help us, God, to walk out what you called us to walk out. Father, I thank you that, God, you're going to do it. You're going to move. You're going to blow our mind, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for that today, my King. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's worship.